Welcome to Sophisticated Mom, and I'm your host, Dr. Sophia, the creator of the Christian lifestyle blog, SophisticatedMom.com. I will break down faith-based advice and make it applicable and relatable to help you on your journey on this thing we call life. You'll learn everything you need to know on how to become the master of your own destiny. Sophia here back with another video. If you are new to my channel, then don't forget to subscribe and don't forget to hit the notification bell so you can stay updated on all my videos. Don't forget to check the description box because I always put a lot of stuff in there. And so what we're gonna be talking about is how do you know that you are progressing with God? hope that makes sense I'm gonna explain it to you I might title the video something different just because it's probably not gonna make sense until I start to explain it but I'm gonna go into detail on what it means to die to yourself and completely submit to God and so I highly recommend that you read Romans um, 7 and start from verse seven and just go all the way down to the rest of the chapter. I'm not gonna read all of that because honestly, that's a lot, like, come on now. <laughs> I'm not gonna be sitting up here reading like it's a story, but I am gonna take specific things that I think are pertinent in order for you to understand this. So first we're going to start from Romans seven. Nine. I was once alive without knowledge of law, but when the commandments came and I understood this meaning, sin became alive and I died since the law sentenced me to death. What is he talking about? So if you are a Christian or whatever, right, um, we accept Jesus Christ into our life. The Holy Spirit comes to live in us and that's when he condemns us or not condemns or that's when he starts to tell us to um, what's right and what's wrong. We also have the Bible to help guide us in case because a lot of stuff times when we hear stuff, it is not from the Holy Spirit and we just be making up stuff or we hear stuff from, you know, wherever and we think we write. No. So this is why it is important to understand how God operates, confirm it through the Holy Spirit and also read. But ultimately it is natural fleshly. And this is what people don't understand. This is why I talk about works of the flesh all the time. As you guys know, I'm celibate. I talk about celibacy. This is not because I don't have a desire because I did, but ultimately what it comes down to it or, or I do, but what it comes down to is dying to the flesh and understanding what God wants you to do and what God wants us to do is not necessarily what we want to do and no it is not easy so that's why he said sin became alive in me because ultimately as people we're all kind of sinful people I hate to be like that but we are we operate on a very selfish way and we tend to do what feels right to us and sometimes it doesn't even matter if it hurts other people whether it's jealousy anger strife fighting somebody um you know adultery these type of things if we feel that oh this is what I want to do and a lot of people get this twisted one of the more popular blogs on my site is um women who cheat with married men and women will argue me up and down oh I think God will understand no he don't because ultimately he gave us self-control we have to die to ourselves and we don't just do whatever we want to do simply because it feels good we have to die to ourselves and obey what God is telling us to do because he said um for us to do it so let's continue on and the very commandment, which was intended to bring life, actually proved to bring death um, for me. So that's kind of what I was talking about in the sense that understanding that when you start to make progress towards God, yes, it will be hard. I always say that I failed at celibacy many, 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 many times before I actually succeeded because my flesh wanted to have sex. Let's be real about that. That's what I wanted. But you have to understand that, yes, this gives you life because even with celibacy, I learned enlightenment. I learned self-control. There were so many benefits that come to that. Also, I taught myself way back when, hey, this is how you don't be jealous if I feel a tinge of jealousy coming up I know how to nip it in the bud this is how you um don't lie I really seek not to lie 
I had to train myself to do these things. Sometimes is it easier just to not lie? Is I mean, is it easier to lie? Is it easier to be jealous? Is it easier to anger? Yes, for a lot of people it is. But what brings life? God words brings life and us, and us not doing those things because those things are bad. We know that they are bad because when you lie, you have to tell another lie to cover up that lie, to cover up that lie, and you just continue on and that will allow you to continue on in sin. But really, it's like we have to understand, yes, when we accept Jesus Christ into our life, yes, we, when we accept what God is telling us to do, it doesn't mean that it's always going to be easy. But that's the thing. When you are able to fight against your flesh and do what's hard simply because it is right, that is how you know that you are progressing. When you're not saying, oh this feels right to me so therefore this must be right because it feels right not comparing it to the word of God then that's when you are still operating in the flesh and you're not making progress understand that when we first get got saved I think I was saved when I was what 16 years old um at 16 you know I was still a virgin but I had sex after that I had a kid understand that when we first get saved it's not automatic perfection it is a progression in which we learn so God does not expect perfection but he does expect you to try right so if we continue on to verse 13, did that which is good, the law, then become deaf to me? Certainly not. But sin, in order that I might be revealed as sin, was producing death in me by using this good thing as a weapon so that through the commandment, sin would become exceedingly sinful, exceedingly sinful. So that is what I was talking about because a lot of people, you know, as I always say, God forgives us for our sin, sure. But it does become a time where we have to not do it because ultimately God will allow us to sit in the consequences of our sin, especially if we continuously and habitually sin because at some point he says you need to learn not to do that you need to learn how to die to yourself and not just feed into every temptation and feed into every works of the flesh and feed to every wants and needs especially when you know that you're not supposed to be doing it because ultimately that is what is going to bring death to you and that is what is going to breed more sin so you cannot continuously excuse rotten behavior yes guys excuse it for a point like okay this is your first time you might not learn it's your second time you might not learn okay okay but then it comes to a point like no you're just bringing sin and you're opening up the door for more bad stuff to happen to you because you're not listening i already gave you the way to your life which is the holy spirit and that is to follow me and to do the right thing but if you are actively choosing to do the wrong thing that means you're not listening to me you're listening to you simply because you want to and you don't want to die to yourself and therefore you will reap the consequences of that because that is what brings on the death and and the consequences and the bad things um into your life when you repeatedly don't do the right thing right and so if we continue on to 14 we know that the law is spiritual but i am a creature of the flesh flesh worldly self-reliant carnal and unspiritual sold into slavery of sin um and serving under its control so i have a whole series on the devil which i highly suggest you watch but what he's talking about is if we know if we start from the beginning of the bible adam and eve when they took the forbidden fruit ultimately this is what kind of broke the covenant for god and this is what brought sin into the world we know that because the first murder was cain and abel which was adam and eve's children that is what brought sin before that they didn't know anything about sin until she ate so ultimately that is what kind of doomed mankind and that is why we were specifically born into sin that is why as humans we continuously want to do things that satisfy us um in a selfish way and that may not necessarily be what god wants to do and a lot of times we don't even ask we don't even ask what god wants us to do we just do it because we it feels good or because we want to but see 
that in itself is a a a selfish desire that in itself is a sinful desire you know if it was very easy to walk god's path or to do exactly what god told you to do then everybody would be out here doing it we would not have need jesus because if you go into the old testament all of them was jacked up i don't care who they was david was a man after god's own heart he was jacked up in some ways okay <laughs> you know a lot of people did things in the bible that were jacked up even if they were called by god and that doesn't mean that they were less godly but it just means that they all always had that wrestle between their flesh and the spiritual realm because it is very hard to deny the flesh and then in number and then in verse 15 he says for I do not understand my own actions I am Balford and bewildered by them I do not practice what I want to do but but I am doing the very thing I hate and yielding to my human nature by the wordless in my sinful capacity so that is like okay I know I shouldn't be sleeping with another man's husband but I'm doing it because I'm feeding my lust I know that I should not be jealous and gossiping about this girl because she has done nothing to me, but I'm jealous of her. I don't like her for whatever reason, and but I am feeding into my jealousy desire. I know for a fact that I should not be having you know, one night stands every night, but I am doing it because I am feeding into my flesh and the desires, and this is what feels good to me. Yes, our body tells us that it feels good, and our body tells us, how can this be wrong? Because this thing feels good. Rege um, revenge feels good. Going against this female that I don't like and making her feel bad about herself feels good. Sleeping with this man with somebody else's husband because I'm attracted to him and he shows me some attention feels good, but it is not right. That is just a feeling that you have simply because you are human and you are satisfying your selfish selfish intentions but that doesn't necessarily mean that it's right and even though we know that it's not right as christians right we still a lot of us still feed into it so that's why he says why do i do what i hate because you should hate sin you should hate not doing these things and even though we might know this we still feed into them and you have to ask yourself why do I do what I hate or what I should hate because if the Holy Spirit is living in me he's telling you to hate these things but why do you operate out of that and that is because you are serving your flesh and you can't serve two masters either you have to make a decision yes in you know as you progress in your spiritual walking towards the beginning you know God might let you serve two masters for a little bit I mean yeah you're serving God but he might give you some leeway but it does come to a point where as you mature that you're going to have to pick and you're going to have to choose it. You cannot always sacrifice yourself to your, your selfish desires. So how do you know if you're making progress is are you continuously sacrificing and justifying your selfish desires and giving into them instead of practicing self-control, knowing that you should not be doing it, right? And so if we continue on, now, if I habitually do what I do not want to do, that means I agree with the law, confessing that it is good and morally excellent. So now, if that is the case, then it is no longer I who do it, the disobedient thing which I despise, but the sin nature who lives in me. And that's just basically saying that you are being, cause, okay, so if I know that I am doing something wrong, is it really the spirit that is joined within me to the Holy Spirit that is acting or is it the humanistic and the sinful nature is that is acting in me? It's the humanistic and it's the sinful nature that is acting in you. And therefore, that is what has control, right? Because ultimately, if we are joined with the Holy Spirit, then the Holy Spirit, you know, it specifically says in the Bible that it's the helper, the redeemer, the guidance and the counselor, it's all these things. And so this is what we should be guided by. But if that's what we're shutting ourselves off to and we're not following that aspect, then we are following to be guided by something else, even if we do accept God. But that's a choice, right? don't ever think that you are you know helpless and you just can't help yourself because your flesh is 
saying I have to do this. No, you can help yourself, but you're choosing to allow yourself to be driven by your flesh and not to be driven by the Holy Spirit. And that is an active choice, right? I know that nothing good lives in me that is in my flesh, my human nature, my worldliness, my sinful capacity for the willingness to do good is present in me, but the doing of good is not. So that is exactly what I'm saying. Yes, it is present in you. Yes, the Holy Spirit comes and lives within you. But if you choose to do beyond that, then you know that you are choosing to submit to your worldliness. And if you are at that juncture in your life, then you should know that you're not making progress to God. And, and that's something that you have to take accountability for and not to make excuses. When you read all of this whole Bible verse scenario in which he's giving, this is an apostle, right? Let's be real about this. This is not just some random person. This is somebody who has completely dedicated their lives to Jesus. And he is still saying, I am flawed and I have a sinful nature and I do things in which I hate. But I have to choose to go against that because ultimately there's a decision to be made. And in me, there is a battle between the Holy Spirit and there's a battle between the flesh and I need to be able to choose the Holy Spirit and not the flesh and when I choose to do the flesh then I am allowing 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 sin to take over this is not a subconscious thing in which I have no active part in you do but you have to take responsibility that if that's what you choose and that's what you choose and you also have to accept that you have to reap the consequences of the consequences of that now if you really want to make progress with God because we know that if we make progress with God the blessings and all this other type of stuff starts to take over because that's not to say God blesses us because we do right that's not the aspect of grace but you are showing God that you can trust me just like David I'm a person after your own heart yes did David slip up yes but every time David slipped up he repented and he started not to sin no more and even when David slipped up and slept with that man's wife Bathsheba God actually killed his child let's be real about that he killed the child that was conceived about by that and David was like there's nothing that I can even do about it because I knew that I was wrong and that I sinned whenever I created so I understand and I take the consequences of that and then he and then obviously Bathsheba became his right wife because he wanted to make it right and that was his opportunity to redeem himself and that's what you have to understand is that yes consequences will come you can't sit up here and fight God knowing that you're allowing your flesh to rule over and to make excuses about it and then when you suffer the consequences you're wondering what happened no David got back on the bandwagon and he started to do what was right again and he started to fight for God I mean he never stopped fighting for God but yes we have these lapses but he didn't continue to go find other men's wives and start sleeping with them and killing their husbands and doing the same thing over and over and be like oh I'm, I'm a man after God's own heart no because God gave us control yes we mess up but ultimately you're making progression when you're able to when you're able to recognize the sin that you're doing when you're able to accept the punishment that God gives you because of the sin that you're doing because you did not recognize or because you would not exercise self-control and not sin and when you're able to get up and sin no more every time I sin I am fully aware that I have done something wrong even when I tell a white lie or bend the truth I'm fully aware that dang I shouldn't have did that and I would try to make it right never do I once try to excuse my sinfulness because I know the Holy Spirit that lives in me is not going to allow me to do that nobody is perfect but at the same at the same time a lot of Christians that I know will sit up here and try to excuse their foolishness. You make progress with God when you know that when you're wrong and what you're doing is wrong and you accept that and you accept the consequences that rain down on it and you are able to truly repent, not with the intent to do it again, like, oh, Lord, I lied. Sorry. 
let me get up and do it again tomorrow. No, that, that's not what we're talking about. But when you accept personal accountability, you understand the difference between the flesh and the Holy Spirit that's operating in you. And you genuinely fight for the Holy Spirit to win each and every time, even if you know that um, that consequences may come. And I remember when I learned this lesson, I was in my early 20s and I remember when I was at work. I had said something bad about a supervisor and the girl had reported it back to the supervisor and they and she called me into the office with all the other supervisors. This is when I was a correctional officer. All the other supervisors were present and they were all looking down because they they thought I was gonna lie. They was like she was like, Did you say such and such about me? And this was when I was starting on my spiritual journey and I remember God speaking to me. He was like, Are you gonna lie? You gonna tell the truth because you said it. No, it was not a good thing to face. No, I did not want to embarrass myself because everybody was looking. But literally I was like, I was like, I told the truth. I could have lost my job. Let's be real. I could have been written up. But I was just like, yeah, I said it. And I remember all the supervisors looked around at me like because they was expecting me to lie. But at the end of the day, you knew I did it. You knew I said it. What is me lying going to going to do except for try to cover up the fact that I said it and so from then on I learned two lessons not to say things that I can get caught up in and I'm not willing to admit to and honestly God saved me from that situation she was so shocked that I admitted the truth she was like okay I'll see you tomorrow and I was like all right bye because that is it's like if you are willing to to be cognizant of the sin that you're doing and you're willing to to take responsibility for it God may save you from it literally he was just like she was like so shocked everybody turned around and was like I can't believe she said she said that really <laughs> and I think it was I ain't got to do s or something that I said and my super I can't it was something like bad where I could have really been in trouble but literally God I remember in that moment God was like here I said before you the opportunity to say the truth which I did or to lie and I told the truth and God saved me from that but also in that lesson I learned not to speak things that I know would get back to to speak to to speak truth if and that's the point of lying I don't know I'm trying to explain this that's the point of lying it's not just don't lie it's about do things that you don't have to lie about because when you lie, you are trying to cover up something, right? And so it's like that a lot with sin. A lot a lot of the things with sin is to save us. It's not necessarily the act, but it's to save us because it is the habitual the habitual sin that comes in after that. Imagine if I would have lied in that situation and said, no, I didn't say it. And she was like, well, such and such said you said it. And, and she's willing to give a, um, a statement and I'm going to write you up. I would have endured the punishment because ultimately I lied to cover my sin instead of just saying, yeah, I said it. And then I don't have to go through that battle and God rescued me from it anyway, right? And so that's what we have to understand. The battle of sin and choosing not to sin is to save us and our behavior. It's not just about the act of sinning, but it's to save us as an individual overall. And I'm going to go down finally to verse 25. Thanks be to God for my deliverance through Jesus, because after this whole eternal torment that we've been talking about this whole time, that he is suffering and he can't, you know, turn against his sin, because really, as human beings, it's very difficult for us to turn against sin. We do need um, the Holy Spirit to have us do that. Right. So in, in verse 25, it says, thanks be to God for my deliverance through Jesus Christ, our Lord. So then the one hand, I myself, my mind serve the law of God, but on the other, my flesh, my human nature and my worldliness, my sin capacity, I serve the law of sin. So therefore, I'm thinking Jesus 
because ultimately I know that I serve um, flesh as a human being. I know that, right? But what is the person that gives me out of that Jesus and the stronger that I get with the Holy Spirit and God and because Jesus has saved us because in the end, you know, there was no redemption for sin, right? It's because Jesus has saved us. The Holy Spirit grows deeper within us so that it is easier for, for us to make the decision to do right. Just like I told you with that situation um, about me lying, I had been reading the Bible on my spiritual journey, really starting to get into it. And God was like, here you have a decision to choose and fess up and tell the truth or are you going to lie? And at that point, the Holy Spirit was getting stronger in me and I made the decision to tell the truth even if I knew that it meant consequences because I had a desire to please the Lord more so than I had a desire to just lie and save myself. And that is how you know that you're making progression towards God. And I didn't know what consequences would come, but I heard God speaking very clearly to me, saying that you need to tell the truth, point dot, period, you did it, and therefore you need to face the consequences. And don't say, oh, I didn't say it and call this other woman a liar knowing that you did, right? And so that's how you know that, okay, yes, we sin. Yes, we do serve two masters within us. None of us are perfect. Don't ever make that mistake i have several videos of when i didn't jacked up but oh and i was a christian right but ultimately we make progression and we start to turn against those fleshy desires and we start and it starts to become a lot easier to obey what god is telling us to do as we as the holy spirit grows deeper in us and we start to understand the consequences of sin if we continuously do it and that that is only the road to like craziness and nowhere and that's why it's one of those things where yes we can't fight sin alone don't ever think that we can because sin will probably win all the time because we're not strong enough but getting um make, making progress with god and with the holy spirit is what gives us strength to fight sin more that's what gives us strength to make progress and the more progress that we make the better off as human beings that will be and oftentimes the better blessed that will be i would never think that i was like this you know 10 12 13 years ago i would have never thought that this would have been me but even in my celibacy in my not lying in my jealousy i'm 100 percent happier because even i can recognize it in other people when they're angry or jealous or those types things and I pity them because I'm like yo you really need to make progress on this and several people are in their 40s their 50s you know still living this whole works of the flesh thing and they're not able to conquer it and you literally see the torment within them because they have some unresolved issues within themselves that they just can't reconcile with because they're still operating off their flesh and they won't allow God to give them that peace beyond um, all understanding oh I'm 50 and I'm still single and I hate every married person and I'm just so jealous and every time I scroll on Instagram I'm depressed okay but you're operating off of your flesh though you're operating off of your flesh because you don't allow God to come in and give you peace beyond all understanding and therefore you have jealousy anger strife and you're taking that out on other people but if you were to start to work on that yes you know in the beginning when other people were getting married I kind of felt like that but if you work on that I don't feel like that anymore I don't feel like that anymore because God grows within you and you merge yourself with him and all of those fleshy desires although may not disappear completely because that's very hard they definitely start to fade away all right, guys, I definitely hope that that made sense. And I will see you guys another day, another time. Bye, y'all. Not ready for the show to end? It doesn't have to. You can head over to my site where you can read hundreds of articles. And also, you can feel free to shop my store where I have all of my products for sale. And last but not least, for even more video content, feel free to visit my YouTube channel where I talk about a wide array of content. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. And until next time, stay blessed.